There are things we cannot see, but we know are there. Like the wind pushing a sail. Or friends and family who we do not always see, but the bond is still felt. There are things we cannot know for sure, but still we predict and observe like fortune tellers. The shipping forecast is a radio treasure on the BBC. At periodic times in the day, a lyrical report of the winds and visibility on the waters surrounding Great Britain and Ireland, reaching up to southeast Iceland and down to the north of Africa, is read. It is a soothing reminder that wherever you stand in Britain, the sea is ever only 70 miles away. For some, the shipping forecast is a soothing lullaby. For others, a bizarre modernist poem. Take a listen. Fourth, variable three or four, becoming southeast three to five, mainly slight, mainly fair, moderate or good. Pharos, south, becoming cyclonic later, four or five, rough at first and north, otherwise moderate. Thundery showers and fog patches developing, moderate or good, occasionally very poor later. For the captains out on the North Sea, the winds and visibility are something felt and known as the salt air brushes against their cheeks and their most useful coats block against the southeast gale. From the seaside Yorkshire village of Saith, boats called the Wendy Patricia, Argonaut, Capernaum, and Pathfinder II set out in shipping lanes where the traffic is nothing like it is on land. Puffins skim across the water plain like skipping stones. The frenzied wings of shearwaters tack and glide through invisible drifts until taking the inevitable plunge into the dark waters in search of things they cannot see, but know are there. As the skippers count their blessings not to be stuck on land, they have no idea about the traffic underneath them. Sure, they have seen whale, dolphin, mackerel, and cod, but they have not seen the land rovers careening at 80 miles per hour beneath their shipping lanes. Hidden beneath the North Sea, over 600 miles of highway tunnels stretch out from the Yorkshire coast, servicing an underground mine where a laboratory quietly searches for the mysterious dark matter that binds the universe together. This is Secret Passages, a podcast about the stories found in hidden tunnels, subterranean networks, and other mysterious portals. I am E.S. Rodenbiker. Bulby miners have been excavating potash in Yorkshire since the 1930s. A little like rock salt, Potash is a resource rich in fertilizing soil since antiquity. Recently, the miners found a seam off the coast from an ancient sea over 250 million years old, 
it started producing a profitable mineral, so they went further and deeper in search of more. Now, Land Rovers zip along without speed limits, as if on the Autobahn, veering through forking roads under the sea to extract the gray dust that provides fresh, locally grown food on tables across Britain. Astronomers are usually found on mountain vistas, looking up into the night sky to see the universe more clearly. But for astrophysicists looking for a mysterious space particle, the depths of the Earth provide a better view. Their instruments require cover from surface distractions like radiation from the sun or other cosmic rays that pass through our bodies while we sleep, eat, work, and play. Have you heard the joke about what the miner said to the astrophysicist down in the tunnel? Neither have I, but I'm sure they tell it in the Bulby Mine while driving 80 in a Land Rover under the sea. The astronomers and physicists searching for dark matter can be an odd bunch, even when they are not thousands of feet underground. In the 1930s, the Swiss astronomer Fritz Zwicky at Caltech first theorized a missing matter holding galaxies together. His theory never quite captured much attention because he was a curmudgeon and a crackpot. By most accounts, he was a vicious and exacting bully to graduate students. He famously called colleagues spherical bastards, meaning no matter what direction you looked at them, they were bastards. His loyal daughter recalls a story about when she visited his office as a girl. The others in the hall would scatter, not out of fear, but out of envy and awe. She says he had the light of God, and she seems to be one of the few people to say something nice about Fritz. I think if people scatter when you enter a room, then you are the spherical bastard. Later, in 1968, the observations of the Andromeda Galaxy by Vera Rubin began to confirm the existence of dark matter. In her words, she went through four ice cream cones while observing the speed of the spirals of galaxies through a telescope in the Arizona desert. The rotations on the outer curves were the same speed as in the center, confounding the rules of gravity. She observed something hidden and invisible keeping galaxies together, including our own. This anchor keeps our world moving and sustains life. We cannot see it, but the bond is felt. When Vera Rubin went to work at the same observatory as Fritz and Hubble in California years later, there was only one toilet to use, and it was marked with the symbol of a man. A trailblazing woman in many astronomy departments, she simply pasted a paper skirt over the symbol, reminding her counterparts that people can sometimes be as invisible as astroparticles.
Over the years, other scientists have advanced the understanding of dark matter. For one, it is in abundance. Over 80% of the universe contains dark energy and dark matter. The only problem is no one can prove it. Looking up into the cosmos, there are so many lights and wonders, but it is still a wilderness filled with the unknown. Teams in underground labs across the world are searching for the mysterious dark matter particles. Snow Lab in Ontario reaches 6,800 feet below, or think of it as seven inverted Eiffel Towers. The Gran Sasso Lab in Italy is built under a motorway through a mountain. In South Dakota, there is an abandoned gold mine that has been converted into a premier particle detection lab, sifting through solar winds for the discovery of another precious material. These underground research teams are interstellar ghost hunters, hoping to make contact with the paranormal particles. Neutrinos, also known as ghost particles, constantly pass through Earth and through us. Subatomic particles from the Big Bang, dying stars, and other unknown origins travel through our bodies 100 trillion times a day. Have you ever woken up suddenly to a bump in the night, or felt a presence pass through you? There are things we cannot see, but know are there. For all we know, cosmic rays are harmless, but perhaps a surge of dark energy is what haunts us in our sleep and possesses people with unexplainable forces. The pit cage rumbles and hums in its descent to the bottom of the Bulby mine. In five minutes, you pass 220 million years of geological time through Jurassic and Triassic layers until hitting pit bottom at 4,600 feet, five Eiffel Towers. The temperature is stale and cool like in an airplane. The two-lane highway tunnels cut into the rock salt and out to the sea under the shipping lanes. In the dark matter facility with white walls and dust-free surfaces, a row of computers track colorful signs of neutrinos passing through the Earth's core. The computers monitor a particle detector called a time chamber, filled with liquid and water that records nuclear recoil tracks. As interstellar particles pass through Earth, a flash signals its presence, like when a psychic medium asks for the spirit to knock twice. Or how on a summer night, a bug zapper crackles with success when it makes contact. The ultraviolet lights can be measured and compared with particles we know, atoms, photons, antimatter, to infer the presence of 
dark matter. The northern lights, or aurora borealis, are displays of cosmic particles smashing into our atmosphere above ground. The hues are bright and beautiful. The swirls otherworldly. It draws seekers on tour boats and buses, but catching a sighting is often a result of luck, being in the right place at the right time. The time chamber has had no such luck. So far, dark matter remains a mystery to observers. Scientists will continue to work alongside the potash miners under the Jurassic and Triassic soil, wading deep in the dark for proof that ghosts are real. Up above, when the captains of the Wendy Patricia, Argonaut, Capernaum, and Pathfinder II cast out onto the shipping lanes, there are some things they already know by the look of the sky or the change of pressure in the air. No shipping forecast is required. There is an old saying, red sky at night, sailors delight. Red in the morning, sailors take warning. The particles in the atmosphere tell of the future's fortunes for those that are watching and know what it means. A skipper reads the sea with a mix of science and intuition. The particles of the sea breeze pass through the threads of their best coats. Some mornings, the southeastern gale is so strong it puts a chill in the bones. They cannot see the wind, but they feel its effects deep down to the core. There are things we cannot see, but it is felt. Until the mystery is uncovered, dark matter haunts us from solar winds afar and from deep within our cores. Secret Passages is researched, written, and produced by me, E.S. Rodenbiker. New episodes are every two weeks. If you like what you hear, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts. It truly helps. And subscribe on Spotify or Apple. You can get in contact with me at secretpassagespodcast.com or follow along with the latest updates on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. If you have a secret passage story to tell, please let me know, and I may even include it in a future episode. Thanks for listening, and see you on the other side.